Shut up, just go. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, just do it. Do it. Do the thing. The Invincible Podcast, probably the best superhero podcast in the universe. I'm one of your hosts, Ryan, and with me today is Liz. Hello. And Brittany. Hi. And this is going to be another one of the new reader episodes. We're going to be talking all about Volume 5, um, and that is going to be issues 48 through 59, and that includes Wolfman issue 11. But first, uh, I want to read an email. Uh, remember, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. Um, Brittany, did you want to do this one? Or do you sure. Want, you got it? Yep. All right, this is from, I think, Michael? Mike. From Michael. Love, Michael. <laughs> Love, Michael. Uh, just enjoyed the podcast, or just discovered the podcast, and I'm enjoying it. I listened to your first few episodes, and an idea occurred to me for how an Invincible movie could work, which I thought you'd find interesting. It rearranges some of the events from the comic, but only slightly. The opening introduces us to the Guardians of the Globe, very classic, very Justice League. Then, they are all swiftly murdered, but we don't know who did it. Uh, opening credits, then this establishes that it's not going to be a totally predictable superhero story. The movie then follows Mark getting into his powers and embarking on a superhero career, but in parallel with his murder mystery story. Mark wants to help his father solve the mystery and find this unknown threat, but of course Nolan doesn't want him to get involved. Perhaps Mark enlists the teen team to help solve the mystery, or Mark's other superheroine provides him with clues. <laughs> um, this leads up to the big reveal and Omni-Man slash Invincible fight at the end. On another note, something that needs to be addressed before the end of the series, where is Best Tiger? <laughs> so you guys don't know who Best Tiger I'm is I'm a little yet. confused. I know, and that's okay. It's not a spoiler or anything okay. like that. But as far as where Best Tiger is, without giving any spoilers because the girls are here, um, Best Tiger is with the rest of them, I'm going to bet. And Ooh. I'm going to leave it like that. And maybe I'll touch on it more in the next uh, discussion with Bill and TJ. But, um, or maybe by then we'll know. Um, so yeah, that was, that's a great suggestion. Um, I like the idea of, uh, not suggestion, but idea for a movie. I like the idea of opening up with all the Guardians of the Globe, like the original ones, making it kind of like a Justice League movie. Um, I could see that. That would work cinematically. Um, and I like the idea of them all dying but not knowing why. Mm -hmm. And then more or less doing like a flash forward or... Yeah. That would be cool. Of like Mark like going through his life and kind of trying to figure it out. So I think that's actually cool. And I think where he suggested it stops is a, you know, a good point. And it could be a multiple, you know, trilogy or whatever. Yeah, because yeah. it has enough. And I like the idea of the first movie, if it were to be a movie or an animator or something like that. I like the idea of the first one building all that tension leading up to the fight with his dad. Mm -hmm. You know, it means more that way and it just opens up the door to like what next but also still feels kind of like a conclusion yeah so that's cool. be a great idea mm -hmm. thanks mike um or michael um he wrote love 
Michael, because it's kind of a thing that Bill started. He started signing off all the emails whenever he would read one with, you know, love, even though they'd put like from or nothing. And so people just started writing in and putting love at the end of the emails, which is hilarious That's to kind me. of great, actually. I love it. <laughs> love. <laughs> all right. So uh, let's just jump right into it. We're going to go right into issue 48. Um, again, we're going over volume five. That's the hardcover volume five. Um, and, uh, it starts off with, um, uh, Mark and William walking, uh, home Rick. with, you know, yeah, Rick Sheridan mm -hmm. after bowling. Um, and in my notes, I put poor Rick. <laughs> well, how could you not feel that way? Like everyone is, you know, wants to be all acting like things are normal, back to normal, have regular lives and it was just too much for him mm -hmm. and so that was the first time too where i, I did I, I felt awful for him how can you not yeah he break he breaks down a little bit and talks about like you know what happened to him and you know with the reanimant and da sinclair and what he did to him well that's like i really like that panel on the second page once you open it up and it shows him breaking down crying and then behind him it's like a flashback memory of everything <clears throat> excuse me everything that kind of happened so I thought that was a really cool panel. I like that one a lot. Yeah, yep. Um, so Doc Seismic is making a, a, a return. Um, do you remember Doc Seismic? I don't remember. I really don't. That's all right. He um, attacks Invincible um, back in the first hardcover um, at the at Mount Rushmore, and he just like fell into the abyss or whatever. And then there was that one issue um, of the Pact, which was at the end of one of the hardcovers, and it just showed them going down underground and putting Doc Seismic in jail and recapturing him or something. Okay. Um, and so this is you know us seeing Doc Seismic again. He hates Invincible, and he's kind of like it's almost like he's kind of like a joke. But doesn't everyone? Well, how could you not feel that way? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean, the best is seeing him. Give his speech of, you know, now is the time. And mm -hmm. then you see he's behind the, the glass wall and the guards are like, he's crazy. Like, yeah, don't worry about exactly, him. Exactly. But it's cool because we actually get to see, like, all these different superheroes. And um, they're all being attacked by these creatures. So what Doc Seismic is doing is he's he controls all these, like, he, I think he calls them, like, Magna Man or, you know, just different creatures from under the earth and they're popping up everywhere and um we get to see um uh savage dragon and his uh uh and his um team fighting um we get to see dynamo five the capes incorporated wolfman um which you see more of in this comic um we obviously get to see the guardians of the globe and brit um, and these are all just different characters within like the invincible universe yeah. um, some of them you know smaller some of them bigger a little bit more prominent um, but what he's doing is he's just attacking everybody. Um, and, uh, uh, but Mark is busy with Eve. So, uh, yeah, the, so the last time we saw Eve and Mark, they had the discussion about fighting. Um, yeah, they were fighting, um, all about, uh, she, he only loves her because she said something. Yeah. From the future. Yeah. Like, that's the only reason yeah. why he would have feelings. And yeah. So she was nervous she about like where they came from. was unsure, and she just left. Right. And so yeah. she left. So she's back in Africa, and Mark's there kind of, like, wanting to talk. Courting and, her. Yeah, and Eve's still kind of mad at him, kind of, like, not wanting, you know... 
Right, because she wants to... it to be real. Yeah. That's understandable. Mm -hmm. And then Mark gets the call um, from Cecil that there's an attack. And um, everybody's basically gone. Like. Yeah, yeah. Him and you know Eve goes along. They mm -hmm. show up. Um, it's underground. And um, we see that uh, Doc Seismic has captured all of the heroes in these, like, cocoons, mm -hmm. basically. Um, and none of them can get out. And, um, yeah, this is... Uh, we get a cool fight scene of Mark and Eve, you know, fighting these monsters and Wolfman breaks out and um, this is uh Well and when I first saw Wolfman I actually thought it was Battle Beast. I thought the same thing. <laughs> oh yeah? Yeah. Yeah. And then I know but later again I thought I saw him, but it still wasn't him. Even mm -hmm. though he does come in later, but still. I was I think yeah. I was on the kick of you know, I heard you guys talk about how do you differentiate yeah, characters? Yeah, yeah. Actually, on the, in, in, in the Ryan Otley interview, yeah, um, he actually talks about how it can be tough um, differentiating between someone like Wolfman and Battle Beast without a reference. So, like, at, like, a convention, he'd be, you know, nervous of drawing Battle Beast and being like, ooh, that kind of looks like Wolfman or vice versa. Yeah. Because um, it looks like the only thing that's different is the actual color. Um, yeah, the color is different. Well, Battle Beast, some, some yeah. Of the, Battle Beast does have, like, dreadlocks. It's almost like a wolf and a lion. Yeah. You know, Battle Beast is supposed to be more like a lion. Um, but, you know, Invincible's getting beat up, as per usual. Yeah, pretty badly. <laughs> and Eve got hurt, too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she gets knocked out. So now that... Now they're both in trouble, and it looks like Doc Seismic is victorious. Yeah, you know? yeah. It, Invincible passes out, and Doc Seismic is like, all right, I win, and that's it. So next up is issue 49. Um... And, you know, uh, D.A. Sinclair is working on the Reanimator, and um, Cecil sends him in. He's like, get him ready, you know, right. get him ready to go in. Now, last time you guys saw, the last volume ended with, um, you, the re you know, the reveal that D.A. Sinclair has been working on Reanimator for the government, and he has these things ready. And, I mean, you know where this is leading. I mean, you've, Liz, you've been kind of predicting this, you know... <laughs> evil government kind of thing you've always hated <laughs> where this could go with the government but right but i mean i, f I feel like <sighs> i i knew cecil was gonna let me down he was too good to be true mm -hmm. too mm -hmm. too helpful but you know he just always strikes me as does what he wants to get what he wants kind of person and i was excited to actually see how successful they were coming into this because yeah the, they captured every almost every superhero in that universe, mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and no one could get out of these cocoon things. So it was kind of needed yeah. and necessary evil, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah, because the reanimates show up with with Darkwing. Um, I was pissed. <laughs> so you remember... I was pissed. You remember Darkwing. I do. And it's I, I couldn't believe it mm -hmm. because... I remember this was a storyline I was a little confused about. Yeah. And then we talked about it, and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, now I understand how he kind of yeah. took his place, but he killed he people. He was killing people. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. that's not a real superhero. That's, no. And of course, there behind him are all the reanimate, mm -hmm. you know? So it's mm -hmm. just when he busts in, and I'm just like... Yeah. So they... they, they it's put gone. It, it's yeah. gone They're all going to die. <laughs> I know. Yep. So they put a stop to all of this. You know, they put a stop to, you know, the, you know the monsters and Doc Seismic and um, Invincible kind of sucker punches um, uh, Darkwing mm -hmm. in the back 
And um, they all kind of like freak out on Invincible. Like, hey, what are you doing? He just saved What's us. What's your problem? Yeah. Because um, they don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I totally forgot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. And that's when they all think Invincible is crazy. Yeah. More or less. Mm-hmm. You know, why would why would he come save us if he's a murderer? Like, we know him. We've seen him. We've been there before. And, mm-hmm. and um, Mark, you know, flies away um, after talking with Eve a little bit about it. And he's like, don't you guys, you guys didn't know that, you know, because it wasn't on the news. None of it was shown. Like, none of them knew that Darkwing had killed people or anything like that. Um, you know, uh Cecil had kind of kept that under wraps. Um, Right, and now Mark's kind of like putting more and more together of how much Cecil has kept under wraps mm -hmm. or he's kept certain things secret so people don't find out exactly what he's up to or what he's doing. Yeah. So now he's kind of getting that full picture of, you know, how bad this really is. Mm -hmm. And so Mark flies to the Pentagon um, to confront Cecil about it. And, uh, and this was the first <laughs> I got sick moment in a while for me. But, but well, I'll let just, you get there. I'm sorry. I didn't know. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, go for it. Just like, I mean. I uh, like, I, I kind of like when he lashes out just to get the truth, you know? Mm-hmm. To, to get where, I don't know, where the answers. Yeah. And DA Sinclair walks in, and Mark had no idea, and that was kind of like, like a final straw for him because mm-hmm. first it was Darkwing and now like him too and he's like you know who, who are you employing you know what I mean like what is this um well just the anger in every shot of just you know and Mark is a character who I've always said like says exactly what's on his mind I really like that about him and he seems to have this really big moral compass you know anytime he anytime he fights somebody he considers I have to hold myself back I don't want to mm-hmm. Lose my temper like I did with Angstrom. Like yeah, yeah. he's he's just an all around good guy. So then when this happens, he just loses his shit. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. how how and then it messes with his mind. Like I was working for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I'm sure this stirs up feelings then of his father. You know, because his father worked for him and just kind of like this whole cycle mm-hmm. until it comes to the very last frame or panel a panel page and <laughs> all of a sudden why do you think we were in the white room and then all the re- oh, are around us I, I know like, this was really <laughs> truly right I'm this like, is right she was really really right i'm like no mm-hmm. <laughs> i think as i was reading i was like oh shit mm-hmm. it's, it's good it's about to happen <laughs> Mm-hmm. And and like Cecil says, like right at the like, so here we are, issue fifty, which I love the cover. By the way, it's like such a it's badass amazing. looking cover. Oh, and um, I was really excited to get to issue fifty because I know you know bigger issues yeah, are usually fifteen hundred. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I was like, some shit's gonna happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I couldn't put it down from this point. I could not put it down. I agree. Yeah, and so you know, even Cecil right off the bat is saying like. Um, uh, what does he say? You, you think I don't know what comes next? You talk like you're talking, then you flip out. You're a loose cannon, Mark. I don't particularly wish to end up like Angstrom Levy. You know, so he know, he's like, he's aware of what, of Mark's temper. You know? His weakness, yeah. But he's human. He's half yeah. human. Of course mm-hmm. he has a mm-hmm. temper. Um, I just never thought he would, that um, Cecil would have taken it that far. Mm-hmm. And I love how the certain bubbles are in red. 
Oh, sometimes yeah. the uh, word bubbles are in, are in red, just to like emphasize. Yeah, I really liked that. That makes you my enemy. Right, and it just has that overall appearance of being bad or yeah. evil. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh. <laughs> yep, and I love how the white room starts shutting down. And it's like... Uh, oh yeah, because he's battling all of them, but he still can't see... You can't see how many there in are. in the white room. And then finally... Yeah. It opens and he's surrounded. I mean, obviously by hundreds of thousands. We're we're gonna be here all day at this Mm -hmm. rate. So. um, Oh. And then something pretty big happens. Um, We find out that Cecil did something to Mark. He implanted something in his head. Just keeps getting worse. What were you thinking at this part? I thought he was killing him. Mm Mm-hmm. But I mean, this, I didn't think he would take it that far, but oh my god. There's a panel on this after like you realize that you know um, Cecil has put this implant in his head of Mark saying, what did you do to me? And he's kind of like looking at him, and the expression on his face is like, it's almost like he's kind of forgotten everything that they're fighting about and doesn't care anymore. At this point, it's almost like he's looking at him in that last like, like gasp of like, Seriously, is this actually going to happen now? Like, this was a little bit of a spat before, but now what, like, I'm, Everything I'm hurt. Everything is gone. Like, you yeah. found a way to hurt me. Like, this is real now. But Yeah, and, and at first I saw him, like, you know, writhing in pain and fire behind him. So same thing, I didn't know what was happening. And then once he said, you know, after what happened with your father, yeah. I, I couldn't take a chance. And I was like, well, that's really darn smart. Yeah. But kind of sucks. Mm-hmm. Um and then I like, you know, kind of where this led to, where he tries to escape. Yeah. And then it keeps showing Cecil, yes. like, teleporting yes. to so different... <laughs> Mark's like, oh, what do you think the range is on that thing? And he flies up and then immediately falls down again. And then, you know, Cecil walks down and he's like, oh, pretty accurate, blah, blah, blah. And then, like... I was like, there's a million dollars. There's oh, million my God, dollars. it's the only thing there's I kept thinking about. I was like, wow, there's a lot of money right there. <laughs> Every time he uses the teleport. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah, I, lo- I love this page. This artwork, that like Isn't that, that was awesome. That's one of my favorite two-page like spreads like yep, that. It's I love that crap, one. Crap, crap, crap. <laughs> yeah, all while he's trying to see how far he can go. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you have to think Cecil knows where he's going, and then I'm thinking, does he know because he also has a tracking device? Yeah, he's probably like, tracking. Connected? Him, yeah. yeah, so that it must have like a transmitter or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he crashes into the, uh, the the Guardians of the Globe base, and um, which, by the way, if you look in the background, um, Robot is playing Super Mario Galaxy. I totally noticed which, that. Yeah, I was really excited. Which at the time, I didn't notice yeah, that. Um, at the time of this, uh, Robert Kirkman was really into Super Mario Galaxy. That was like his favorite game or something. I just remember reading a lot about that. Oh, that's cool. I think funny. I was so involved with like oh, yeah, going of course, on, yeah. I didn't even I probably notice didn't that. notice it. But. That's funny. Well, just like the dynamics of what happened after this, he crashed in, and they're wondering what's going on, and he's trying, like, it's like his last hope mm-hmm. for yeah. them to believe That was a smart him, move, yeah. You know, that was like, a smart move to just land right in the middle, just so everyone can see what Cecil has, has like, how far he's gone. Yeah. And I like Rexplode. He's like, this isn't what we signed up for. I and you know what? Honestly, I was surprised at the the splitting. Like, I just felt like more people would be on 
the side of Invincible. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it makes sense that most of his teen team would be the one to kind of, like, back him up and instantly believe him. Mm -hmm. And I love that as soon as he kind they see him, you know, going through this pain that Cecil is causing him, Monster Girl just, like, bulks up real quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> She's like, what? Mm-hmm. So I, I really like that scene of everyone just being like, this oh. is not okay. Yeah, and the moment um, Rex Blode in his, in his, you know, best Spider-Man pose um, <laughs> oh God, destroys the, uh, the transmitter by not, not knowing that it was going to set it off on a continual loop. Right. Oh, my gosh. And then we have that, that, that look on Cecil's face at the end of just kind of like, you know, my God, what have I done? Right. Well, because he knows he needs Mark, you know, like, and... I feel like he's his go-to guy. Yeah. And you know what? I noticed in that panel, too, um, I want to call him Robot, but he's touching his head. Like, I was Mm -hmm. thinking, why is he doing that? I don't know if he was thinking something, um, if he had, if he was calling his robot gear to put on, like, but that that stood out to me for some reason. I didn't know why. No, I get it. It is, it is kind of odd that don't read into it. It doesn't mean anything. It's just, it is just to show that, you know, obviously he would just be standing there staring, but it's showing that he's thinking kind of like, you know, Professor X, he kind of touched the side of his head to think. It's just him thinking and calling his robot to him, you know what I mean, to to climb in. Um... Oh my gosh! Yeah, this—it just gets insane. A lot of blood, and yeah. um, Cecil pops out to to tell D.A. Sinclair to what is it to deactivate the reanimator or something, right? Because he knows, like, this is this isn't what he wanted. Mm-hmm. You know, he he wants the team. He needs the team to fight for the planet. He doesn't want you know half of them killed. Yeah. Um, but like you said, just the amount of pure bloody chaos like I loved it yeah. you know mm-hmm. like I'm I'm one that I like to see what's happening I don't like it left to the imagination and it's just like it felt so raw yeah and just like like you said things are not just like getting real it is for sure real mm-hmm. and now like just marketing people on his side versus Cecil like yeah, I'm, I'm interested to Cecil, see where this is gonna go Cecil fires him Right. He says you're fired, you know, and that's it. <laughs> oh, darn. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, um, not without Mark getting the last word, though. Um, Mark, you know, flies up to him and puts him up against the wall and says, if you <gasps> ever come near me or my, my family. family. Yeah. Mm, I love that one. Yeah. It's just screaming in his face. Oh, just the, the, the background. How yeah. it just... And Cecil just looking helpless made me so happy. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, fuck you. And Mark just straight up says, I'll kill you. Right. Yeah. Like, like it's happening, so... Yeah, robot, get this damn thing out of my ear. Because we didn't mention, like, robot found the transmission, the frequency, and was able to mm-hmm. kind of counter it out to stop it. So, uh, so, um... When all that was happening, can I just tell you, <laughs> though, really, like, how anxious I was just, like, reading that to find out what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And when he busted into that building, I was like... Uh-huh. <laughs> and Billy's like, what's happening? What's happening? I'm like, I can't talk to you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it was it was great. It was an awesome, awesome arc, and I can't wait to see where it goes, you yeah. know? Yeah, just that whole... Is this, like, a really talked about arc, or is it something Issue 50 different? and what happens in... You know, the confrontation with Cecil is a huge part of this. Okay. Like, this this does set up a lot in, for the series, because it's, it's... 
and again, not, I'm not spoiling anything, but it, it, this adds a lot to Mark's character and where he stands in terms of what's right and what's wrong. I mean, that's right. a lot of what this issue is about. It's not just an issue about, you know, you know, him getting fired and him losing a position on the Guardians of the Globe or anything like that. And that's why the backup, the little uh, secret origin of Cecil on the back, is also kind of the same theme. Like, there's, some, there's an underlying theme to this. But before we get to the thing about Cecil, we get uh, af- the aftermath. We get um, um, Mark going back to the house and having a talk with Eve. And uh, he said that, well, the reanimum were just beating the crap out of him. Uh, the only thing he could think about was, was her. And so uh, we finally get... Them kissing. Yay. I'm so excited. And then Oliver. Gross. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yep. And so, yeah, she finally got her something real, you know, and I, this is what we've been waiting yeah, that's for. Mm-hmm. So, I was because so excited. I, I mean, the last kiss was the one in Africa, and then it was immediately like, uh, I'm with Amber, this is weird, and yeah. then they broke up, and then there was the whole her getting Just mad at him. Just wasn't good timing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And this so now... like. So now, like, he, and, and Mark even says, he's like, so, you and me? She's like, you and me. So this is it. This is official. Love it. Mm-hmm. I love it. Um, and then because issue 50 is a, a special monumentous occasion, we get a little, a little backstory in the back. Um, and it's the secret origin of Cecil Stedman. Um, so this just, it starts off with Britt um, showing up to stop um, you know what I was just going to say? I was like, oh, that looks like... I, fir- I first thought that this was Brit, and then I didn't know if Cecil was Brit. So oh, I was yeah. kind of like I always think that, that it is Cecil in the beginning, yeah. like that first page, but it's Brit. Yeah. Okay, cool. I thought it was. Thank you for clarifying. And I don't like that it's, that it's Brit, because I can't focus. What's that? Because her name is Brit. Oh, so it's sorry. like, hey, Brit. I can't yeah. focus. I kid you not. I can't. Like me and Bill are doing a whole episode about Brit soon. Just, she won't let I can't. Nope. I won't even Not for her. I have three volumes of Brit over there. Really? No, I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't. Um, so yeah, anyways, there's the Order of the Freeing Fist, which are these two, you know, villains who are going to release this toxic gas and, um, you know... Start the world again, right? Yeah, yeah. so I'm like, I mean, anyways, Cecil is tied up and um, Brit comes in to save him and... Uh, we get a flash forward to the point in which um, Britt is talking to Cecil about the scarring on his face. Mm-hmm. And um, Cecil says, you know, you know, what's with the scar? Did they mess up? Whatever. Because his entire body got scarred from that gas. And, um, That's the only real thing yeah. left. Like, I was like, oh. And he said he wanted it as a reminder to not let something like that happen again. That and was then, cool. Yeah, yeah. And then years later, um, there's an attack on the Pentagon. And but from the Lizard League, the Lizard mm-hmm. League's attacking. Remember the Lizard I League? I do remember yeah. the Lizard League. The crazy scene with Rex. Yes. Um, yes. And uh, suddenly, the Order of the Flying Fish show up. The two of them. They didn't actually die during the attack uh, all those years ago. And um, and he, Cecil's freaking out, and he's asking, you know, I forgot his name, um, Director Radcliffe, mm-hmm. um, about like what happened. And he, you know, Radcliffe said he faked their death. And um, they're, you know, he uses them as a personal guard, and they're incredibly useful. Um, but they're much more good to him like this than behind bars. And Cecil says, "Does that make what they did okay? They get a clean slate, blah blah blah." And Cecil guns them down and kills them. And so, like years later, you know, Cecil is promoted to the position he's in now, and um, we find out that 
uh, Cecil was there and kind of hired Nolan, you know, when, when they found Nolan and kind of asked him to help out. And uh, we find out that, you know, the government was listening in on that conversation about Nolan saying, you know, oh, why he's there and his purpose and everything like that. And they found out that Nolan was lying. Right. And, yeah, and it didn't matter. And it didn't matter. He kept him there. He kept him, you know, anyways, because, you know. For the greater good. For the greater good. He, and Cecil, it ends with Bullshit. Cecil saying that he'd make a deal with the devil himself if it meant the safety of the planet. How do you feel about Cecil? After issue 50 and that kind of backstory kind of thing, like. I was actually really surprised on what he went through, especially for what he did to Mark. Mm-hmm. And so the whole whole Cecil situation, I'm legitimately upset about. Um, just because of what he did do, and what he went through, and he kind of is like he had all those exact same feelings that Mark had. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Mark is going through the exact same thing now. Yes. And so for him to, I don't know, just dismiss it all. I'm sure he's seen a lot more than anybody else, mm-hmm. and he knows that there needs to be people available to help. Like, I get all that, and I, I, I like his backstory. It's, I think yeah. it's cool. It makes sense as to how his character progressed. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like the difference between Cecil and Mark is Cecil was easily corrupted and I don't think Mark will be mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I don't think he'll ever share those you know they're they are I hope gonna be forever enemies you know like yeah. just kind of yeah. like you know when your frenemy comes like hey I'm gonna pretend to be nice to you while you're here but I freaking hate your guts <laughs> you know like yeah they'll, they'll work together when they need to and then mm-hmm. go their separate ways yep yeah it's meant to be a I mean it's meant to be a tough uh, conversation to have, like, you know, kind of like doing, maybe doing a questionable thing to, to ultimately do a good thing. You know what I mean? Like, where do you draw the line? And Well, he you know, went too far and he knew exactly, he went too thing. far. Yeah. And so that's, that's what issue 50 was ultimately about, kind of that whole... Kind How of, he got so lost. Yeah. Um, yeah. And where that moral line is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we get issue 51, um, with an awesome cover drawn by Jim Lee, who does a lot of Batman. Um, oh, cool. TJ's big framed, um, Batman piece on his wall is a Jim Lee thing. Um, and, uh, it's your first look at their costumes. Um. I noticed, I was like, ooh, Ollie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's so cute. hmm And so it starts off with, uh, Mark training Oliver. So here it is. He gets to be the big brother and train Oliver. Um, he's teaching him how to fly faster and everything. Um, they, uh, then we get a scene at the, uh, teen team base and they're like kind of packing up because, you know, the, the team splitting up and everything like that. Um, and, uh, we get a really cool conversation with, uh, Eve and Rex. Right. What's that? <laughs> no, I liked it. I, I liked the conversation. Um, and just kind of like, oh, well, I'm with Mark now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and before she had that with Mark, oh, I'm with Rex. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and Rex said, he's like, oh, you know, um, that's great news. I'm happy for you two. You two make a great couple. And there's the, the panel of Eve, like, staring at him. And she's like, well, when did real? you stop being a total jerk? Yeah. Um, Redemption, Rex? Yeah, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of like, I just like that. That, like, kind of not so smug, but just kind of like, hey, eh. you know. 
That's one of my it is favorite. What it is. It's I one of like my favorite them. panels of Rex. It just looks awesome. Yeah, I agree. I, I do. I love his face. <laughs> um, Cecil shows up, um, and well, sorry, Cecil doesn't show up, but Cecil is shows up at the other Guardians base. So now we have pretty much the team team, and you know the actual Guardians, which are Immortal, Duplicate, um, Shapesmith, and um, uh, Black Samson. And uh, uh, Cecil shows up and uh, introduces Darkwing as a new member. Mm-mm. Yep, that Mm-mm. was my reaction too. I was like, fuck no. no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, don't they know? Don't they get it by now? Like, mm-hmm. what's happening? But Yep. We get another quick glim- glimpse at uh, Titan, um, but more on that later. Uh, then we get to see uh, Art's shop and... Kid Omni-Man picking out his costume and name. <laughs> I mean, I like the dynamic going back and forth of, you know, are you sure you want to pick that name? Yeah. You know, it's why not such just... such a dumb name. I know. I think it's supposed it, to be. And but it's, it's just, such it's, a mouthful. Yeah, I know. But it's also very much like a little kid thing. You yeah. know, he's like, he's like, it doesn't sound dumb to him. He's Kid Omni-Man. Like, and, and uh, you know, as far as he's aware, his dad's a good guy. Exactly. He's, he's done no wrong. Mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah, I like the suggestion. I think they said Omni Kid. Or like, Omni Boy. Or like, Omni Boy, yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That, like, that would have been cute. Right? Mm-hmm. That would have worked. But again, that feels like that's the obvious thing. Yeah. So they have to yeah. shake it up a little bit and make it kind of awkward. And even like, like what is it, like a couple pages later, um, there's an attack or something like that on the prison. And um, uh, Mark's yelling after him because, you know, Kid Omni Man, Oliver, flies after. And Mark's like, all of Kid Omni the Omni Boy kid, just stop. You know, he, does, he can't even get it out. It's, um, but yeah. Do you like, um, Mark's new costume? The black and blue? Um, I do like it. Yeah? But I actually agree with him. I kind of liked the yellow in there mm-hmm. with it. Yeah, no more fingerless gloves, no more knee pads. Um, yeah. I do like it. I mean, I think it looks sleek. I think it looks really nice. Uh, Art said something how it goes better with Oliver's costume, but mm-hmm. I didn't I see that see at all. Any yeah. I think Oliver's costume really has that Robin oh, look. Yeah. 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 And I wonder if that you know that symbol on his costume, like we've said yeah. before. Yeah, that it's it's the same symbol on Omni Man's costume. Right. Yeah. So I mean. Art put that on there on purpose? I think or? so. I think Oliver wanted it. I okay. Mean, I mean, we had a conversation. Yeah, because Art says, you know, it helps if you have a name. You know what I mean? I think he's mentioned that before. Like, in, I think issue one, when he was talking to Invincible, he's like, it helps to have a name to kind of figure out the costume. Because, um, I mean, Invincible has an eye on his costume. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, like I said, there's an attack on the prison. We've got, um, I believe it's Furnace and Kursk. Uh, uh, attacking the prison, and I love Kursk. Uh, I love that he speaks Russian and nobody understands him ever. <laughs> Is reigning boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I like, I like that too. <laughs> um, yeah, and we just get uh, uh, Oliver rushing into things and kind of getting thrown around and, you know, Mark getting angry at him for, you know, not really listening and just running head on into it. He's got to experience it though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's still a, he's still a kid, and I mean, and but he has to know like if if you just rush into it, 
shit's gonna happen. Yeah, well, absolutely. So but, listen. But I love his little grin, like, hee more or less, it's better to ask for forgiveness, you know, and he knows. Yeah. He knows better, but he wanted to do what he wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we know the Maulers are up to something. We don't know what yet, though. Um, then uh, Mark and Oliver show back up at the house, and Debbie is... Um, on her boyfriend's lap. He's old. Yeah. That's cool. Um, he's not old. He just has a beard. He looks like Art. Uh, I mean, a little bit. yeah. He's he's rocking a gray beard. He's yeah. good. He's good. Um, That's fine. Just I'm telling you, yeah. until Nolan comes back, then shit will hit the fan. I just, <laughs> just waiting for it. And uh, I'm just glad like they didn't like forget about her. Like she still has a life. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm. So, and then she's embarrassed. Yeah, <laughs> and they're uh, and not only that, but they show up in costumes. Um, oh and, yeah. yeah, I know. I didn't even think of that like at first until he said, "I was like, oh shit, that's right." Yeah, um, and the, the the news report is calling um, uh, Invincible Invincible Boy because they don't know. Like <laughs> that's know. a very realistic thing. Like how are they supposed to know it's a different super or it's not a different superhero? Mm-hmm. So the, the the TV show is named or the news has named him Invincible Boy. Love it, which and is perfect. It's great, and uh, he's sitting on the the roof, kind of moping about it to Eve, and uh-huh. and somebody <laughs> is watching Mark yeah. and Eve. You know, and I didn't know what to think at this point too, and, and I think I had the same natural feelings as Mark did is, you know, Cecil spying on him. I didn't think well, at this Cecil. point, he doesn't know. At this point, we haven't seen that yet, because they don't see the globe watching. They don't. They this, don't. Yeah. Um, I didn't think it so was... So sorry to jump ahead. No, no, it's all right. But then that last page... Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, this whole... Um, I couldn't I couldn't put this book down. I couldn't. Yeah. It was just like a page after page of holy mm-hmm. shit. So we find out that Angstrom Levy is, is spying on Mark. Yeah, and Billy was outside at this point, and I, I walked outside, and I was like, oh, my God. And I just showed <laughs> I, him the yeah, page. Yeah, I was like, how is this possible? Yeah. Oh, he's mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yep. How is this fucking possible? Yep, and he's got these glowing orbs on his head, and he's got this kind of cool new The only thing I can think of robe. at this point is that because he was around for the, uh, what are their names? Um, the the twins? The twins. Um, because Mars. they kept duplicating each other that he had to have done something and maybe he cloned himself with that whole span of being with them oh yeah because he was with them for a while You're unless right. it was from because he he would go back in different dimensions dimensions mm-hmm. so all of this maybe it's well all i can say is poor mark because everybody wants to kill him yep. like mm. it's just oh yeah <laughs> but he's such a good guy I know, right? He's a good boyfriend for now. We'll see if anything ever happens. <laughs> All right, so issue 52. Um, the Muller twins have attacked a nuclear silo. Um, they've stopped the Guardians, um, Cecil's Guardians, um, and there's this great two-page spread of uh, them all laying at their feet. And him, you know, one of the Muller twins with this giant gun. So... Mark and uh, Mark goes to, you know, help, and uh, uh, then <laughs> Kid Hobnerman follows right behind. Yeah, he's not too far behind, is he? <laughs> yeah, I love that scene too, where he, you know Oliver comes out to talk to Debbie, and 
know, where did he go? And she didn't even get a full sentence out, and he was gone in yeah. costume, ready to ready to fight. Mm-hmm. And then, poor Debbie, this is my life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, get to see some uh, Oliver uh, and Mark fighting. Side um, by side. Side by side, yep, in costume. And uh, they, the Mahler twins launched the uh, missile and got an awesome image of Mark flying straight up and yelling back for, uh, 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 to, yelling back for Kid Omni-Man, for Oliver to take off, to leave. And he was going to go uh, stop the missile. And he's like, you know, he tells Oliver, he's like, you can't take them in a fight. Don't do it. Um, and what did you guys think of the next few pages? I I think I enjoyed it too much um, because I wanted to see how far the kid would go. Yeah. And he he went far. Yeah. He Look, breaks he breaks one's jaw. I want to see how strong he actually really was. Yeah. No, I I have to admit, like like you, Britt, I think I enjoyed it and I was kind of excited. Well, because the twins are so annoying. I like them, but they're annoying. Well, well first of all. <laughs> I mean, this made me realize how badass Oliver is mm-hmm. because obviously the Muller twins took out the Guardians. Mm-hmm. Mark has always had problems fighting them or issues. And then here comes little Oliver, who's only been practicing or in training for so long, and he freaking destroys Fucked them. Fucked him up. Fucked them up. So, oh god, I love that. To me, I was kind of like, "Whoa!" Yeah, what like just happened? Oliver's like coming out. Yeah, of... Ol- Oliver flying through one of the Mahler twins, and his intestines are just all across the oh, page. I love that page. And you know, I really didn't think too much of him killing. Like, I didn't either. at all. Yeah, and until this page, until that moment, you guys have seen blood, you've seen fighting, something like that, but you've never really seen entrails and guts. At, like you do in this. Yeah. You know, I mean, you saw, yeah, I guess you His saw. His insides are yeah, out. Like, yeah, and you saw, you know, they, they messed up Alan pretty good, but this is, this is a little different. Like, this is a little kid. This is angry. This is. Yeah. He's angry. And even the look on a mortal's face, like. Yeah. Speechless. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely speechless. So he, I mean, he punches the other Mahler's twins jaw through the back of his head and you can even see and his And then teeth. his body is just standing there headless. I yeah. love it. But yeah, it didn't dawn on me that he was actually like killing them. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I knew he was killing them, but it didn't occur to me like that's like, a bad thing. Yeah, exactly. Because you're like, yeah, and it's like it's just awesome, and then all of a sudden it's like, yeah, oh, it's kind shit, of like him, yeah. uh, Oliver. He's like, what? It was an accident, I swear. He's like, I just, you know, he doesn't know his own strength, and he doesn't really care, and. And then I then but I, I immediately know thought if it was an accident. Levy when honestly, mm-hmm. when he said that, like, my first thought was. He's just saying that to cover himself. Absolutely. You don't destroy someone of that nature and just say, But Mark did. My bad. So yeah. did he do it because he knew about that? You know? Um, like, Or is it just he wanted to cover his own butt? Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think the case with Mark and Oliver, they're two different ones, whereas like the, the Muller twins really aren't going after anyone specific. I mean, yes, like the entire world I guess you could say but um but with with Mark he was I mean Engstrom Levy was going after his mom specifically targeting him yeah yeah mm-hmm. so kind of felt better him destroying Engstrom 
Yeah. I don't know. But I, I knew Oliver didn't mean what he said. Like, oh, sorry, it's an accident. Like, that's exactly I think how it, I spoke I think it was it. very much like a little kid saying it. Like a little kid, like, like goofs <laughs> around or whatever. I squeezed it till his head popped off, Mommy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the birth of a serial killer, yeah, you know? Right? Like, oh. would you squeeze him and love him and pet him? Uh-huh. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I mean, yeah. yes, exactly. I know what you're saying. It is very kid-like, but... Mm-hmm. No, I think he knew what he was doing. Yeah. Well, uh, there's a whole conversation about that. I mean, Mark flies back after, you know, exploding with the missile. Um, and uh, he shows up, and Cecil is talking to Oliver. And Mark, you know, obviously freaks out, grabs Cecil. He's like, I warned you to stay away from my family, to leave him alone. Why are you here? And Cecil's like, I was just helping to clean up the mess. Right. You like, clean up your brother's you mess. Yeah. Take a look what's around. What's in front of you? Yeah. I would have done the same thing, though, if I was Mark. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they, he just, like, threatened him, like, a yeah. day ago. And, like, so they fly up into the sky, and they have this, a great, a great talk. Um, and Mark's just like, we don't kill. And Oliver's like, you do. He's like, you killed the guy that broke mom's arm. And, Oliver's, and Mark's like, that was an accident. And Oliver's like, this was an accident. And he's like, you know, they just have that talk about, like, human significance and, you know. Well, just how Oliver is so different and he views it differently. And this is the first time I looked at Oliver mm-hmm. and thought, he's not a kid. Like, mm-hmm. because he grows and learns so exponentially faster... Like, he gets the world. Even yeah. though he's in a little kid form. Yep. He's not human. Right. Like, yeah. he, he gets what's important, what's going on. He's very articulate. Mm-hmm. He can oh, express yeah. himself very well. And I'm just like, this is an adult. He's you're, making Mark question You're things. such a mom. <laughs> <laughs> Shh, that's not cool, dude. I just, I, <laughs> you're such a mom. But, yeah, no, I, I didn't actually look at it in that perspective. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Oliver says, I mean, um, he says, precious. Human life isn't precious. Not, even, not in general. Not everyone. People risk their lives every day. They kill each other. And if they don't think their lives are important, why should I? Most of them are utterly insignificant. He, and then Mark says, you sound like Dad. Yeah, he is a ultramite. Like, yeah. And he's like, why is that a bad thing? Have you ever thought that maybe he was right? And then Mark's like, sometimes. So. I feel sick. Just so you know. <laughs> like... Because now I'm seeing this tension between Mark and Oliver, and I'm mm-hmm. like, no. Yeah. Because I always, you know, I I like their little brotherly bond, and mm. I, I don't know, it's a sibling, it's a nice relationship, so for them to have such differing views, oh, like, of course, then I try to think what's going to happen in the future, and so I'm like, yeah. I'm hoping that that Oliver-Mark... They don't become enemies. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, but we'll see. So, yeah. Um, so, issue 53 um, uh, Mark and Eve are on a, a romantic little date, um, <laughs> and Mark just has his head elsewhere with everything that's going on. He's not really paying attention, and Eve understands, and there's this great chat of her being like, hey, you don't ever this, have to explain this yeah. to me. Like, I get it. Yes, and that was like that moment where it's like, She's oh. not Amber. No, mm-hmm. like this like, is simple. This is easy. Like this is you, going you to work. Me. Exactly. <laughs> it's gonna work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and there's a lot of fighting going on, and um... well, yeah, because 
now that they've had some time after their last conversation, Mark and Oliver, you know, he's kind of revisiting this conversation with him again. And then his mom kind of busts in Mm -hmm. and Mark is pissed at her because then the whole boyfriend thing comes up. Well, then you tell people my secrets. Yes. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And like what, uh, what Oliver was saying before, um, before he talked to Debbie was, um, how, like you were saying before, how he's not a kid anymore and how articulate he is. And Mark's like saying, oh, you were just a baby when your mother and like, you know, Oliver's like, you know, I have complete recollection of everything I've experienced. And, and Mark just like snaps on him. He's like, stop, stop. Like, you can't, you know, you don't know anything. And Mark's, and Oliver's like, Mark, I respectfully disagree. I've had the unique opportunity. And he's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. And Mark just like walks out, runs into his mom. They fight about the secret identity thing. And it's just like, Mark just has a lot of stress going right. on right now. But Mark really can't understand Oliver. Exactly. I don't think anyone can. Yeah. No, like, that's the first of his kind, really. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yes, we're looking at it on that side, but I really feel bad for Oliver just because, like, he's trying to learn from all these all these people and what to do, and he's doing everything wrong, and he can't seem to do anything right. So in the future, I could I can totally see him just booking it and doing his own thing yeah the um the next page is eve walking in and mark saying like sometimes i wonder is it me is it my temper you know because it's come up multiple times yeah you know and but then again it's it's that human temper but i just we know mark has a temper but he still has a moral compass Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and this is kind of what i always you know during you know while i was reading this i was like you know, there's a lot of anger going on, and he got a new darker suit. I'm like, is this kind of like a black suit Spider-Man thing? You oh, know, like, okay. I kind of had that in mind during all this. Like, maybe, you know, maybe this is kind of like a black suit Spider-Man thing, where he gets a darker suit, and everything's kind of a little bit more angsty. Changing, and, and yeah. Mm-hmm. Not saying that the suit is doing it, but it's like, it just is almost symbolic of everything going on. I was just picturing Invincible, or, yeah, Mark wearing his Invincible costume, like, snapping, snapping down the street. Going down the street. <laughs> oh, man. We don't have to talk about that movie. Terrible. Okay, yeah. <laughs> uh, but then we get to see um, Titan. Uh, this is something that kind of has been brewing in the background for a while now but uh, Titan at the prison, and um, there's this whole confrontation with uh, 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 Titan going to uh, break out. Uh, he was going to go get... Um, Multipole. Multipole, mm-hmm. uh, which is why Kursk and Furnace were there to begin with, and now he's like, okay, I'll take it into my own hands, and, you know, Mark stops him, and then a dragon <laughs> shows up. What's that? Oh, yeah. I just love, like, how they draw him out to be like okay wh- why like just his expressions and everything are just spot on oh mark yeah all everyone in general but well and and i like how they they have that playful rock on yeah yeah, Again, yeah. just like how invincible is always it's kind of it's kind of saying silly things yeah i don't know i just like that consistent humor throughout yep. so mm-hmm. yeah and then like you said a dragon like where'd that come from yes so <laughs> Fun fact, issue one, um, Mark walks down the stairs and um, asks where Dad is. And Debbie's at the table, and um, Omni-Man, his dad, is on the TV fighting a dragon that looks identical to that dragon. Hmm. Um, So we've seen, um, you know, that dragon before. Um, 
but yeah, it was just a neat little Easter egg kind of thing. Um, and uh, the dragon succeeds in, in breaking Multipol out. Yeah. So Multipol is free. <laughs> and our fun friend is back who can't speak oh, English. Oh, Kursk. <laughs> he tries to escape and Mark says, get back inside. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's sorry. He's sorry. He's sorry, yep. He's cute. <laughs> mm -hmm. I like him. Um, we find out in a scene with the uh, Titan and that group, uh, uh, the Order, that um, uh, the dragon is actually that older man, and it's kind of like this, you know, projection uh, that uh, allows him to turn into that. But yeah. Yeah, he's interesting. Like, I liked his look. I liked the mechanical jaw. And the mechanical tongue and everything. Yeah, I thought mm -hmm. that was pretty cool. So the old man's the dragon? Yeah, so the old man... Really? Like, yeah, like his ability is to kind of turn into a dragon, essentially. I did essentially. not put that together. And he calls it like his soul projection or something. Okay. Um, and that's what the big guy... The big guy carries the old man around, <laughs> and then the old man can turn into a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... It's yep. awesome, right? It's like, all right, <laughs> sure, why not? That's cute. Um, I like that big guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like his little bodyguard. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Mark and Date um, set, or Mark and Date, mm -hmm. uh, Mark and Eve set a date, um, and we get to see that next issue. But this issue ends with um, uh, Mark and Oliver uh, having one last chat, and Oliver kind of begrudgingly agrees to, you know, chill. Agree like, to disagree. Yeah, pretty much like, all right, we're cool. You know? Like, I like the way this conversation was going. Like, I felt better. And then that very last panel of his face. Yeah. Just mm. kind of... It, it left me so uneasy. And you know, he's just doing this and saying all this to appease his yeah. brother. Yep. And it's like, again, how adult of him. Yeah. You know? Like, he knows that he needs to have this relationship. He values the relationship with his brother. Mm -hmm. But he's different. Like, yeah. there's no changing that so mm -hmm. i just i'm nervous for where it's going i know um issue 54 one of my favorites um just a really fun issue i really like this one too actually mm -hmm. flipping through before coming here tonight uh -huh. i was like oh yeah mm -hmm. and i really i really enjoyed well, this everything's one been so intense and everything so yeah it brings get... you back to mark being a superhero mm -hmm. well we get uh we get to see them they're on a little date and they're in paris and Everything's going great. The little heart. Yeah, yeah that was cute. <laughs> I did like that one. Mm -hmm. And then um, these, the, the time traveling guys show up. Uh, Dropkick and oh, oh I shoot, would know. I always Sorry. forget their names. No idea. That's okay. The time traveling buddies that kind of look yeah, like twins. Yeah, time traveling dudes. Yeah. <laughs> um, they show up and. Um, they're like, no, no, you gotta help us save the future. And it was a very like Marty McFly kind yes. of Back mm -hmm. to the Future moment. Um, and Eve's like, you know, all right, fine, you know, go do what you got to do. It this was our date, is. but you know, um, and, and so Mark goes to the future with these guys and, um, well, I was nervous because this reminded me of the other episode where he would, where Cecil like said, oh, you need to go to the moon. You know, and like, oh, oh yeah, it's like, oh crap, what's gonna happen? Is what gonna get is, stuck what is in he gonna walk dimension? into? Exactly. Is he gonna be stuck in another dimension for how many months or years? Yeah. Or, you know, I didn't know where this was going, so I was kind of like anxiously reading this mm -hmm. to get to somewhere. But I, I didn't I, think of any of that. I just kind of went with it. Yeah. Well, I'm always 
now since I've been reading it, I'm kind of trying to like think of things and see what I think is going to happen next. Mm-hmm. So I'm always questioning. Fightmaster, Dropkick, and Fightmaster. That's okay. their names. Um, I'll still not remember. Yeah, when so you ask me next time. <laughs> I keep forgetting them too. Just a hockey stick away from Casey Jones. Hey. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Totally see it. Mm-hmm. And so um, they explained to Mark that they need him to kill their king. He's corrupt, um, and uh, uh, they don't know what the deal is. He won't die. He's been the he's been ruling for hundreds of years, um, and they've tried uh, to defeat him before. And that's why they needed, you know, that's why they stole the de- uh, Declaration of Independence, you know, several issues ago because they needed the ink from it to devise a weapon. And they were trying all these things to kill him. And, um, you know, Mark gets sent directly to the king. Um, you're looking back mm-hmm. at... When um, Mark is like, what am I going to do with my clothes? And, like, future Mark is like, ah, oh, I got it. Yeah, I, I never... Like, what? what? I, the first couple times I read this issue, I didn't understand that. I'm like, what is that other Mark showing up? Uh, and, like, then it's it hit me. It's, yeah, it's him at the end of this issue going back, getting his clothes before he goes back. Yeah. Um... No, it's not. It's not Mark from this future. Oh. No, that's him at the end of this issue, after Immortal oh, going back. Yeah. See. Okay. That's what I mean. I never quite got it. I'm like, why is there a future? No, I Mar- thought it was just future Mark. But then I then I thought too. I was like, well, then they wouldn't have this problem. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. I get it. So it's got right. It. <laughs> um. So what did you guys think of this? He show he goes into this room and there's Immortal as a king. I was like, he has lived this long. Like, it made perfect sense. And I didn't know, like, I should have guessed that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, they're talking about this king who's lived forever and this oh, and that. Oh, I felt so I sh- bad. And right? Because then it kind of puts it in perspective, like, oh, my God, at some point you're just going to want to die. And, mm-hmm. like, they make him look so, like, old and just... Weathered. Just wet, yeah, weathered and used and just senile. Just, just please, like... So then you're like, oh yeah, so what happened to Kate? Other love, you know, like yeah, all these other things. Remember, and he just... starts saying all these weird things to Mark. Do you remember some of the things he said? I just remember the, oh, if he remembered Kate. And then he's like, oh, the redhead? Yeah, he's like, is, is this about Kate? Did Kate die? And he said, I don't remember Kate. Is that the redhead? Yeah. That, that, that you, you know, and he's like, I don't remember anything. And he's like, I just want to die. Um, but before he talks about Kate, um, he, he's, he mentions that he hadn't seen Mark, um, since, he oh, left. Yeah, yeah. since you took your family and left this planet, what was that? 200, 300 years ago. I just can't remember. Um, and it's, he, and it said it was, well, it alluded to his family being Eve. Yeah. I mean, right. he's like, well, cause Eve. he's like, is that girl that with you? Um, I assumed his mother. Well, really? Well, I mean, yeah. Oh I my mean, God! It's even I mean, we don't me. we don't know. Is he referring to? I just assumed is he referring like his to him and his mom and Oliver. Like yeah. you guys just booked it and went to a different planet. Yeah. See, I went family, like wife and kids. No, I didn't. Mm-hmm. But then now that I'm thinking of it now, like, well, Debbie would definitely Debbie be would dead. be able yeah. to. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. No, <laughs> no, no. I mean, we, we don't know what he means by this. This is it's. Wow. I mean, he asks him if he's still sick. Um, That's right. Like, there's a lot of little things here that we don't know what it means. Yeah. And um, and if and if it's even it, he he doesn't remember who 
Kate is or Eve. He's, so what he is, is, is he really talking the he, truth? Exactly. Or is he he's, thinking of somebody else? Yeah, I think the part of him confusing Kate and Eve is showing like, yeah, maybe not everything's there. So we mm-hmm. can't really take everything he says at face value. Um, but yeah, he talks about like, he's like, he says, you left me here. You left me to rule and you, you, you know. Um, so Mark was like the ruler. I mean. That's how I took it. Yeah. Like he was in control of that future, mm-hmm. whether it was Earth or somewhere else, I don't know. Yeah. Um, and he left, yeah, left obviously because he was sick mm-hmm. and left him there and never came back. Yeah, he, he said, you never should have left me in charge of Earth. I'm not a Voltramite. I knew I couldn't do it. You never should have made me do this. Like, oh. I really didn't know what to think of. Right? Of and, anything. And, and, and immortal saying, like, you know, I've killed women, children. I've, I've become the very thing I fought against my whole life. I deserve to die. This is your fault. You know, as leader of the Empire, you should have. And Mark's like, stop. Stop talking to me. And rips his head off. Which I think is crazy. <laughs> but I'm like... Mark's like, I don't want to hear these things. Right. He's, like, got, he's got enough going on. I mean... He doesn't want to hear these things because he doesn't want them to happen, obviously. Yeah. These are all scary things. Like, he doesn't know, like, if this is truth, if this is not, if this is something that he's just crazy and... Yeah. Yeah, but I'm like... Boy's got enough on his plate. What happened? And Mm -hmm. then I wonder, are they going to address all of that in the future comics? Or is it just... Yeah. This was the future? Or was he just senile and said what he had to say? So we're always looking back at this issue as one of those, like... Is this going to come true? You know what I mean? Like, this is, this is a really intense issue and says a lot. So, and I love, you know, Dropkick and Fightmaster walking in and being like, you ready to go? And he's like, can you give me a few minutes? And Mark's just like, he wasn't always bad. He was a good man, you know what I mean? And he just lived too long. He was Abe Lincoln. He mm-hmm. was a great man. <laughs> <laughs> he was Abe Lincoln. And I like how he tells yeah. them how, he, how they have to dispose of him. Like, because otherwise yeah. he'll just he'll come just back. Come yeah, back. Yeah. keep the head separate from the body. And, yeah. So I wonder if he does actually ever come back. Mm-hmm. And so they bring him, Mark back to the time, like pretty much the moment he left. So it's like they never missed out on their date. Yeah, which was um, kind of cool. Nice. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they just get... <laughs> Playful banter of... Let's let's uh, move in together, right? Is that what they're talking about? Um, go on a trip, go around the world, make out. Yeah, yeah. So they go on this awesome like date, and I love the art in this. Uh, just this great two-page spread of them being you know, everywhere, kind of doing the, the 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 best date in the world. You know, just going everywhere, doing everything. And do they do this all in one day? You know, I'm sure they did. It looks like they mm-hmm. did. They have this, the, he has the same outfit on. Yeah. It looks like they had a morning in Paris and, you know, just kind of went through the whole, you know, evening and then night ended in uh, Sydney, Australia, then space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then the, uh, the next page is another awesome two-page spread of the two of them. And in between them is just... I love this. Is that cool? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just the relationship at, you know, different points. Kind of like the highlights of, yeah. of where they were. You know, you've got Amber in there and... You know, issue 50 with, you know, all that, you know, when they first met. Well, that's, and I like too, because, you know, of course you always wanted them to get together. 
Mm-hmm. And so seeing them, you know, kind of rethink their whole relationship and how they got to where they are was really exciting. And I liked seeing them on separate sides, mm-hmm. you know, just, it was, it was a good, it was a really good page. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. I love that. Mm-hmm. That is cute. So Ooh, yeah, and oh, then, I'm so glad it finally happened. Then they say I love you. Yes, this is the first time they say I love you. Aw, it finally mm-hmm. happened. So. Oh yeah, it finally did happen. Hey. You're right. This is it actually the, <laughs> yes. the, the beginning of the next issue, issue 55. Uh, in my notes, I put Mark and Eve totally do it. <laughs> love it. I I laughed out loud when she touched him and zapped him off his clothes. Yeah. I was like, awesome. Yeah, both of them. Oh, side boob. I didn't didn't even know it was her. Side boob. Nobody tells you anything. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then, of course. Yeah, oh no, this is is a family family comic. I I thought of you as soon as I started reading that blurb. I was like, Brittany is laughing right now. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So so where we left off with uh, Nolan was he was, you know, healing and almost ready to be executed um, uh, by the Voltramites. And Alan got himself intentionally captured. I've been waiting for, like, more on this. I was so excited really? to see yeah. Alan. Yeah. And I was like, yes. yes. Yep, yep. And so they've tried to kill Alan, and they can't do it. So in the meantime, they're just kind of keeping him And like how up. they go panel to panel of, <laughs> we've tried this, we've tried that, and he just looks bemused. Yeah, you know? he's like, whatever. <laughs> you can't kill me. Um, and, like, this whole thing was, like, the countdown. Like, the whole intro was the countdown to, you know, Alan being like, all right, here we go. Game on. This is the time. Time to break you out. Let's do this. And he just easily breaks out of his restraints, kicks open the door, and I love how he, like, sets his whole plan in motion. You know, step one, you know, cause the alarm. Step two, freeze the prisoners. Note to self, if I can do both in the same step, do it. Oh, save me time. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's great. And it's like, step three, scan the prisoners and see if uh, there's anybody that can help the cause. This entire time, I literally was picturing it in my head as a movie. Right? Yes. It's very cinematic. So we got, uh... Battle Beast! We got Battle Beast. (laughs) No, Battle Beast is somehow in a Voltramite prison. Who knows how he got there? Yeah. But he's um. That's actually a great story. I'd love to to read about someday. Is how Battle Beast ended up in the Voltramite prison. Um, is it weird that every time I like put a voice to him, it's he's like yelling, snarling. Like, oh yeah. Rah, I'm gonna eat you. <laughs> <laughs> Always. He's awesome. Yeah. And so. Uh, you know, um, Battle Beast says that he desires only to find worthy ad- ad- adversaries. You can have my aid until our, only until our two goals no longer coincide. Like, uh, Battle Beast only wants to just kill things. Yeah. He just wants to find someone stronger than him. That's his whole goal. Um, then we get to see Nolan getting the crap beat out of him, um, basically being executed. You know, this is his execution. And Alan shows up, you know, with Battle Beast, and they're just like, you know, Going nuts, taking right. off, taking out everybody. Well, and I like that Battle Beast, you know, finally gets to challenge, challenge. Let's try that one again. Mm-hmm. Um, and Vultramite. Yeah, because he sees, he's like, oh, doesn't he say like, oh, you're a, you're a Vultramite. I've I've been looking for someone like you. So he didn't even know he was in a Vultramite prison, mind you. So, yeah, you're right. So, like I I saw I found that very odd. So I'm yeah. like, what happened? So, yeah. yeah. And I was like, yeah, game on, Battle Beast. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. he destroyed Mark last night, you know? Shut so up. I was like, yep. it's going to be a good fight. Yeah. Him yeah. and Alan and then Nolan. Was, oh, yeah. yeah. They got the three of them taking on a couple of Ultramites. Yep. Yeah. They, they break a hole in the uh, 
the side of the ship and they all get sucked out into space and they're all fighting out there. Um, we get uh, an awesome shot of um, um, oh, Nolan, I loved that. Nolan and Alan punching uh, a, a Voltrum at the same time. His Together. Head, his head just popping. Bros forever. Let's destroy yeah, heads. Yeah, that's what I thought of. <laughs> like, best buddies forever. And, and uh, you know, Nolan's like, wow, how strong are you? And, and Alan's like, very. <laughs> but that smug look on his face. Yeah. It's totally the rock. It's totally oh, the rock. It's totally the rock. <laughs> uh, so, uh, we get a, a huge revelation at the end of this uh, fight, though. Um, Nolan tells Alan that, you know, this, the big Voltramite secret. Uh, that's the thing that... Um, oh, wait, no, this isn't it. Oh, yeah, he does. He does no, he does tell him. He tells Alan that there are less than 50 pure-blooded Voltramites left alive in the whole universe. That was a jaw-dropper mm-hmm. for me. There's only 50. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. Yep. So their defeat is imminent. Like yeah, it's... That's why they can beat them. Mm-hmm. And that's why, you know, you always wonder why it takes so long... For an execution, for them to send someone. That's right. That's it's why. Because yes. It's only so think 50. about. Yep. Think about that time that like um, Anissa showed up, showed up to, uh, um, or the reason why they even left Mark in charge of Earth. Like, why didn't they just like send somebody else? Like, they don't have the people to do it. Right. So, that's why. They better get a, a clone factory going or something. Mm-hmm. And so. Uh, <laughs> Yep, it, it ends with them, you know, Debbie knocking on the door, and we're back with Mark and Eve, and they're still in bed together. They're snuggling. Yeah. Cuddling. All right, issue 56. Fun fact about this issue. Uh, the cover of issue 56, um, Kirkman told Ryan Otley to draw um, Mark holding um, uh, Debbie's boyfriend off of the ledge, and after they got the final cover... Ryan asked, why, why did you have, you know, uh, Debbie's boyfriend wearing a suit? And he's like, Debbie's boyfriend? You mean Amber's boyfriend? And he's like, you told me Debbie's boyfriend. Oh, so, that's why it's all shaded out? I don't know if that's, I think, if you look closely, that doesn't look anything like... Well, there's no beard, there's no... Yeah, yeah, that does, it, it, it just doesn't look anything like Gary. <laughs> no. But, I mean, I think it's, you're not supposed to know who it is. Yeah. So I think it kind of works anyways, but... Well, you get it after yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, that's fun. That's a fun fact. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I really, I really like this issue. Um, you, we get the whole morning after you know them waking up, you know uh, Oliver trying to you know get in the room because someone's on the phone for him and like they're like scrambling to put their clothes on and. Dude, she touched him and the clothes came off. Can't she just touch him and put clothes back on? Well, like... she says, like, <laughs> uh, doesn't she say that your clothes are, um, where is it? No, I guess not. I, I don't oh. know. But I, I was just like, but it, it was a realistic scene. Something yeah. that would really happen. Yeah, I liked that a lot. And I liked um, uh, after Mark leaves and then Eve leaves. And you get Debbie in the garden, and she Sleeping. like Sleeping. Yeah, she like mutters Sleeping to herself. Sleeping my ass. Yeah. <laughs> She's a cool mom. Yeah. I, I mm-hmm. love her. But Mark got a phone call, and he doesn't tell Eve what it was about. He just takes off. Um. And we don't we don't see what happened yet. I hate when uh, he does that. Can I like he used to do that all the time before, with with Amber. Yeah. Like 
I understood why he couldn't tell her, but it would literally but take you. But then, I know. like, would she just be like, wait a minute, and have to talk about it more? And he's like, we'll no, talk I about it. No, I think she's very understanding from the get go. So if he was just like, uh, so it takes just Amber's as long boyfriend to just say, beat her up, and it's, she'd be like, all right, go, go, do what you gotta do. Yeah, right. It would take just as long to do that, and then constantly have to be like, I can't talk now. I'll talk to you later. I swear we'll talk later. Okay, mm-hmm. I'm gonna like. Same amount of time, just tell her, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So what was your reaction to this? He, Mark shows up at Amber's, and she has this big well, first black when he, Yeah, at first when he showed up, I was like, bitch trying to crawl back. No. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I just don't like Amber, and I was just like, I seen her, and I was like, ah, oh, just leave already. Like, yeah. Just be done. And then but, when I saw her face, then I felt really bad. Then I was I, like, yeah. okay. Yeah, then I understood. But mm-hmm. then, I, then I was just like, I'm glad that Mark is still caring and would be there for her. Well, that's the type of person he is. But I, I was, of course, shocked. And then it was like that normal battered woman syndrome of, he said he was sorry. Yeah, you yeah. Know, it was an yeah. accident. Because he, he like, he like hangs Gary upside down off of a ledge and, you know, basically tells him like, you know, you, 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 you know, treat her wrong, I'll kill you. I'll come back and I'll kill you. If you hit her it's again. Written red. It's his written second red. His second death threat. Yeah, and I don't yeah. know if there's ever been a part in this comic that it, where it's ever written in red other than this moment. Yeah, you know? just with the red outlined in the bubble. Yeah, that other than it. that, there's mm-hmm. this one where it's just red text where it's just, and I will kill you. So, he, yeah, Mark's not going to put up with that. <laughs> No. And but then, I, yeah, Eve, yeah, Amber gets the message, and he's like, oh, no, everything's fine. He apologized. Freaking kidding me. <laughs> like, that's, I don't know. And in the middle of that, uh, Oliver tried to do his own thing. Yeah. Which he did all right. Yeah. And Mark still kind of showed up to help him out. But I liked uh, Oliver flying, hating, patrolling. He's like, oh, how does Mark do this? Um, but... Marcos and eventually sits down with uh, Eve and explains to her, you know, what happened. And um, and Eve is wonderful. She understands. Glad that. Yeah. He helped. What an understanding girlfriend. And mm-hmm. she does have different earrings. I tried to explain that before. You guys look <laughs> like, what are you talking about? Where does she have different? I know she has different earrings there. Yeah, that one, and then when they were flying around on the date, different earrings. Oh, because oh, she yeah. always she has the different. Yeah. Well, hey, she's fashionable. She's perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, they're totally cool with everything. And Mark and Oliver have another conversation outside, but not without being um, being watched. Oh, and yeah. now we finally find out that yeah, they they know someone's watching them. Mark caught the the orb and it blew up, and so they know. So, and that's he does. He immediately thinks it's Cecil that's watching him. Yeah, yeah, which makes sense. I mean, right, it's, right. And like I said, I'm on the same you, page. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you knew it was uh, Angstrom from the beginning. You knew from that panel, that orb, that he was the one watching. Um, so issue fifty-seven. This is actually um, uh, the two-parter between you know Invincible and Wolfman. Um. Uh, so we're not going to spend too much time on these ones, just to kind of go over the basic stuff, because there's a lot of Wolfman stuff that won't make too much sense for someone who hasn't read Wolfman. Um, but we get to see, um, uh, Rudy splitting his mind in the beginning. Loved it. Isn't that cool? Yep. Like, robots sitting there working on the bomb. Meanwhile, he's playing, he's video, playing games. video games. 
So we get to kind of see how that whole thing, and Mark kind of has this whole conversation with them. And I like how Oliver jumps in there, too. Like, hey, kids, I can play with you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so Mark confronts Cecil because right. he thinks that it's him. He shows up, he fights some Rhiannon, and, you know, he's uh, accusing Cecil of Here this. Here we go again. Yep. Mm-hmm. And meanwhile, this agent shows up and says he needs help. Um, and so uh, a few pages later, we get to see the giant again. Um, Wolfman is uh, trying to attack him and bring him down and stop him. Who's doing the artwork here? Uh, this is still Ryan Otley. This is Otley? It's the mm-hmm. next issue that's different? Yeah, the next issue is different. Okay, because mm-hmm. I noticed one of the issues looked oh, yeah. different. Because that's uh, Wolfman issue 11. Okay. So it's you know there are 10 issues of Wolfman that happened before that, and that's drawn by Jason Howard. Okay, and that's who actually does Wolfman? Yep. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, uh, like I said, Wolfman's trying to take down the giant. The giant who that is that kid who got accidentally transferred into the... Wrong place, the wrong place. Yeah, wrong yeah. Mm-hmm. We've seen him before. Mm-hmm. Mark shows up to help Wolfman, um, and they, like, make giant just sit down. Somebody will come to help you just... <laughs> Sulking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, okay. And Mark was sent to go stop Gary, you know, Wolfman. Um, and he finds out he has a story kind of... You know, he understands his story and, you know... Believes him. Yeah, and he actually believes believes him. him. Yes. And so he's like, well, come with me. We'll talk to Cecil and we'll get this straightened out. So, Invincible and Wolfman, go to Cecil. I mean, don't you know that's a bad (laughs) idea? Like, come on, Mark. You'd think. I know. But that, again, that agent was the one who sent him. Yeah. So I, I understand. Go back to the source. And because, like, I mean... Of course Cecil's not going to do anything wrong with him. Cecil works with villains, so who cares if even Wolfman is lying? I mean... Right. Cecil should be okay with it. He should be okay with a murderer, yeah. right? So... But but they're in a white room. Yep. So and what does that mean? Attacked by a reanimator. Oh. Freaking knew it. Yep. And so they, um... Uh, in Wolfman issue 11, um... Todd... Uh, um, sorry, not Todd. Uh, Jason Howard uh, draws this really cool artwork... Um, yeah, I really liked the difference of Wolfman. Wolfman. Like, yeah. he, he looks a lot more brute and, like, short, mm-hmm. snouted, I think. The other um, Atlee does a little bit longer snout, I think. Yeah, good observation, totally. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so they escape from the white room, and they actually have a cool confrontation with the Guardians, um, Cecil's Guardians, and, uh, you know, Darkwing and Immortal, and they get into a fight scene, and... Um, you know, we get to see Shapesmith and a, an awesome scene of Mark using Immortal as a bat to kind of <laughs> hit all the other... Uh, His head uh, stayed on this time. <laughs> yep, yep. So, uh, yeah. And we also get a, a, a shot of, um, after, you know, beating the Guardians and taking off, we get a shot of Immortal, I'm sorry, Invincible carrying Wolfman, armpitting him. <laughs> this is so uncomfortable. <laughs> At least um, they didn't say this is gay, you know. <laughs> they should have. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, and then we get uh, Mark brings, you know, Gary, Wolfman, back to his house. Um, they have a moment together, and it kind of wraps up there. From what you read of Wolfman, do you find him interesting at all? I do. I mean, he has a really cool story, and mm-hmm. some of what this is uh, happens in this volume kind of spoils a huge event that happens in issue, like, yeah, six or seven or whatever of uh, Wolfman. Um, it kind of has its turning point similar to Mark fighting his dad. There's a big turning point in that series, and it's really good. Um, I already know it. Yeah, you guys it do. It ruined. Yeah, but it's 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 a little tease if you guys ever want to read Wolfman. It's a really good series, and um, 
we're actually going to be talking about it soon on the podcast. Cool. So, um, we've got two more issues, two of my favorite issues of Invincible. Um, fifth, issue 58 is I a... I like this little scene. Yeah, yeah. This, is, this is such a great uh, issue. I mean, This is what I want from the brothers. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, so... Another little fun fact, issue 58 is a 16-panel page issue completely. So what that means is that um, each page has to use up all 16 panels in a, in a sense. So, for example, if we flip to the um, end of issue 58, um, where we see all the different dimension uh, invincibles, there's 16 panels here. I was looking very hard at this yeah. page. Um, and just a sidebar, this is what I was wondering. Did you get your inspiration for your sketch cards from this? Or did you make no, your not decision? Really. Okay. Because yeah. I like that you get a variation. So yeah, that's it I is kind of like that, though. You're right. I was right. like, it oh, is cool. I wonder if that's what... But I do love that. I love that page. But this is, uh, this is 16 panels. So every page in issue 58 incorporates the 16-panel page. So whether you combine them, like, for example, this one next to it, it's still 16 panels. He just combined those panels. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Whereas other issues, like this isn't that necessarily. I mean, so what that means is there's a lot of information in it, and so they pack a lot of stuff into it. So we'll go through it pretty quickly. Yeah, we get an awesome conversation with um, uh, um, Mark and Oliver at the hot dog stand, which is where Nolan used to take him. Which I think, again, was Mark showing his respect for his brother's feelings and how he feels about his dad. Yep. You know, I thought yep. that was cool. Um, e walking out of the prison, looking and, like, hot, hot, looking hot, good. Hey, girl. Look, if they suit. didn't put her and her costume together, I I don't necessarily think I would have recognized her. Only the mm-hmm. snippet of pink is the only thing that tipped oh, me yeah. off. Because she's always wearing the pink, so mm-hmm. her little undershirt was pink. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Mark Grayson, the things I do for you. Yeah. And um, I had no idea what was going on with that. Yeah, you're well, not yeah, supposed you're to right, know yet. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, then we find out that. Um, Rudy Rex has, has found a cure. Has found a breakthrough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, for uh, for yeah for Monster Girl. Um, then there's a page of it's like every page or something. Then there's the page of uh, Immortal and oh, yeah, uh, Duplicate buying a huge house. Yeah. What do we need all this for? For the children. <laughs> so I'm like, is she pregnant or does she is she just expressing she wants mm-hmm. kids? Yeah. But. Um, we get the, uh, I love it. The page yep. of Aquarius. Love it. Under the ocean, just sitting there. Doing yeah. nothing. Doing nothing. Yep. That was funny. I like that they brought that back in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. Um, then, uh, Mark and Eve, uh, go to the prison and, uh, they, uh, stop Kill Cannon, you know, her nemesis, Eve's nemesis. Um, and Mark's like, oh, what was that that he said about you being at the prison earlier? And, uh. You know, they go back to her parents' house to talk about it. Um, but first, we get a new costume for Shapesmith. I thought that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Isn't that funny? <laughs> yeah, I like how he, they go through all the artwork and this and that, and then he just steals it. Like, that's ingenious. Yeah. yeah. Why would he need a costume? He could just, yeah. He, he has art. <laughs> mm-hmm. He has art design it, and he just shifts into it. Pay you for what? Mm-hmm. Um, there's a scene with Darkwing and uh, Black Samson, kind of like having this kind of like a you know, bro moment, you know, where he kind of says, like, hey, you know, you know, I don't blame you for what you've done and everything like that. And Yeah, everyone's done bad things in their past, especially because of where Darkwing came from. Yep. 
Um, and then Eve and Mark have their conversation. Eve explains what the phone is. Um, she got him a phone. It is basically a uh, calling service. He's for hire. So, oh, yeah, because he got fired. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he doesn't have a job. So now uh, she basically hired him out to anybody. And if somebody if needs him, they call him and he can go and be there. So she basically, you know, went genius. to all the prisons and stuff like that. And yep. Yeah, that was I don't genius. know if I like that she did it behind his back, though. Oh, I do. It was a surprise. No, I don't like it. He him. doesn't have to it do does it. Seem, yeah, it does seem like, what if he didn't want that? What she if he did all that work? Yeah, <laughs> I just... But she knows that it. it's, yeah. you know, but yeah. Well, they want money to move out. Hey, mm-hmm. hey. We've got Oliver and his tutor, and his tutor kind of, you know, expressing all and how much he's grown and how smart he's become. Um, then uh, Mark tries to catch another one of those orbs. And he gets more material, so he gets he's a, hoping well, yeah. um, that Robot can figure it out. Mm-hmm. There's a page of Russ Livingston. You guys haven't forgot about him yet, have you? Mm-mm. The sea quids. Well, that just, it's coming soon. soon. Yep. <sighs> yep. What's oh, coming soon? they make soon? him look so creepy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we've got uh, Rudy and... Um, uh, oh, trying out the belt that he made yep. for Monster Girl. Yep, and it worked. She says she thinks it worked. Yeah, she feels different when she transforms or something. Mm-hmm. So he basically made it so that she, you know, her body rebuilds after every time, you know, puts it back into it or something. But does this mean she's going to be able to age now? So now she ages normally. So they're the same age and they're going to start aging normally is what this would mean. Like okay. together. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. they're both, I didn't know if he was really any different or I didn't know if Rudy was going to age. Yeah. Yeah. Normally. Yeah, Rudy is just a, a clone. So yeah, he he ages normally and so does okay. she. So they're the same age cool. and they'll age normally now. And then we get this awesome page of all the different universe of Invincible. Invincibles. What did you think of that? And you know, some of them I was kind of confused. Like, is that really him? Yeah. And Angstrom saying, "Well, it's a start." Right. Yeah. So he's gathered them all. He's, like it's not just oh, yep. these are here in the Invincible. Invincible. Yep. He's gone to a bunch of different dimensions and gathered different Invincibles, versions of Invincible. Oh, that makes me like. Oh. Mm-mm. And then you wonder, too, like, is he controlling them? Is he promising them something? How do, how did he get them to all be joint for the same yes. cause? Yep. So there's a lot of questions mm-hmm. here, and I'm mm-hmm. just... <sighs> Answers will be soon. Right. And uh, then the final issue in our discussion for Hardcover Volume 5. This is probably one of our longer episodes. Wow. Um, there's a lot to cut. Don't yeah, worry. there's a lot in this issue or in this volume, man. Um, issue fifty nine. Red writing. Maybe oh yeah, there's more red new. writing. Well, that now maybe there's are um, This is my single favorite issue. I thought this was a great issue. I agree. Like, mm-hmm. there's there's greater moments. There's you know greater events. There's bigger things that happen in the series. But as a single issue, this one was my favorite. I love this issue. Um, we get introduced to Powerplex, who's just a dad who um, wants to kill Invincible, but he's just a normal dad. He um, works he, at the Pentagon. Yeah, he works right? at the Pentagon in like their science division, and he steals these materials that allow him to have this you know, superpower. And uh, he's going out trying to find Invincible and kill him, basically. And we find out that, you know... Uh, why he wants to kill Invincible is because his sister, yeah, his was sister. was in one of the buildings that fell 
during the fight with, 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 with his, his dad. dad with Invincible and his dad yeah between the two of them and like nobody and he gets he's angry that like nobody knows where Omni-Man went like you know the government he thinks they're he thinks, in cahoots yeah he thinks they're working together and um like I right. changed my word choice that like really dated me and made me cahoots sound, cahoots made me sound like <laughs> super lame no oh gosh but anyway sorry sorry I, slow your roll no 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 and I just I just love that like this took something that I mean, obviously this has, you know, been talked about more recently with things like Civil War out there and everything like that. I was just gonna but, say, but like a- we get to see the aftermath of something that happened so long ago, and it was like when when superheroes fly through buildings, nobody thinks about the fact that they're killing people. Mm-hmm. Like this is a, a, a character who's like, he's not going out to be a villain. He's not trying to hurt anybody. He just wants Invincible to pay for what he did, right? And be accountable for what he did. Um, they need. He needs an invincible accord. <laughs> and so um, he comes up with an idea that it's going to involve, but it's going to involve his wife and his little son. And he decides to, you know, like televise the fact that his wife and son are tied, kidnapped, apparently, and um, that the only way that they'll be set free is if Invincible himself shows up. So Invincible shows up to free the supposed, you know, kidnapped mother and child. And, um, you know, Powerplex attacks him. and Well, know, he gets all this power from Invincible yeah, because he's, every he's, punch every, or attack, he's, like, absorbing that energy, which I thought well, was awesome. Yeah, at mm-hmm. first it was from Rexplode, and then... Mm-hmm. But I didn't realize, like, every punch and whatever would just it's give that energy. energy yep. and yeah, and especially with Invincible being as strong as he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, he's never felt that power, he said. Yeah, and the, just the moments of, like, you know, Invincible um, getting his ass kicked and, like, this, you know, getting fried by Powerplex and smoke just billowing out of his mouth and, you know, his wife is looking on and, like, smiling. Mm-hmm. Like she's so proud of her husband in this moment, so proud of what, you know, of him finally getting justice and being able to kill Invincible. And Powerplex is just charging the entire floor in order to kill Invincible and he doesn't realize that he sent shockwaves through the floor and killed his own wife and child. And it's like, whoa! Like, yeah, like... But, oh, God, it, it killed, like, it just... Oh, it freaked me out yeah. to see two little two Oh, little yeah, it's super disturbing. Then, super but, disturbing. But to... But all in the same, it was just like, you can't expect that kind of person to acquire these kind of abilities and not fuck up somehow. Yeah, accidents are definitely going to happen. Like, when I saw the bodies and, like, his son just kind of, like, charred mm-hmm. to his wife's body, like, I... I oh, yeah. I didn't even know what to do. Yeah. I, I literally... I wasn't expecting yeah, any of that. I wasn't expecting it. Mm-hmm. I had no words. But then for him to just be, to still, like... I like he's he's going to kill Invincible. It's his fault that that happened. It was oh, just yeah. like, well, that made me mad. That made, yeah, like please kill another person and have it be him. Mm-hmm. So Ugh. yeah, so he gets put away in prison, and the last scene is him. You know, Invincible goes to talk to him, and um, you know he 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 sits down to kind of like just have a normal chat with the guy, and he's like, shut up. And he doesn't let Invincible say anything and just says that, you know, you're wrong. I'll avenge all the deaths that you've caused. 
and you someone's know, gonna mess I'll find, up. Yeah, somebody's gonna mess up and give me the power that I need, and I will kill you. And it just ends with that. And it's like, I love this issue because it's it's open. It's, yeah, like, well, there's and, so much that can happen, yeah, and it's from yeah. a villain's perspective. Like, this is not from Invincible's perspective at all. Like, we're seeing, like, the main character of this issue is Powerplex. Yeah. And that's never happened before in any of these issues. And it's a character whose sole purpose is to make our superhero, our main character, atone for the things that he's done, even though that he's done them by accident. You know right. what I mean? Like, the Invincible aftermath didn't... Aftermath of somebody yeah. else's life. Yes. So there's that whole kind of connection, and I love that. It's just a, it's a great story. So a pretty brutal way to end it on. Um, right, and that's like when I flipped and saw that this was the last yeah. one. I'm like, no, where's the next issue? Yeah, I know, I couldn't put it down. I was just like, no, keep going. I know, and Billy was like, I think I have the individual ones if you want me mm-hmm. to get them out. I'm like, no, I don't want to get confused for the podcast. Yeah. But. So, did you like Volume 5? You guys said it, you had, couldn't put it down. and Absolutely. Yeah. Things are in motion. This is, Volume 5 is a very, very intense volume. Uh, There's just lo- so much that went, went down. Mm-hmm. And um, I think it was volume three where we talked about, and it was just like beat after beat. Everything had something intense going on. That's volume six. So volume six is, if you think volume five was intense and had a lot going on, I'm super excited. And everybody listening who has who is current on Invincible is very excited for you to read volume six. Oh, this is the one? This is something big. I haven't um, even seen the cover. Uh, so, I mean, the cover, I mean... This is the cover of Volume 6. Uh, the cover of the next issue, however, is... Spoilers! Um, just that. And it's oh called God. The Invincible War. Um, Spawn? Yeah, Spawn. Some other image characters made an oh. appearance in it. Not related. Don't think too much about it. It's yeah. just for fun. Right. No, I gotcha. Um, starts with a flashback. Yeah. Oh, my um, God. <laughs> can't wait. So it's called The Invincible War, and that was something that was advertised leading up to issue 60. Issue 60 was a big deal. It's a bigger issue. It's a little bit longer. Um, there's a lot that goes on in volume six, and we're super excited for you to read it. So Dibs! <laughs> <laughs> I got two copies. No, right? I know, I know. So thank you both for reading. We're going to wrap it up. We've been going for a while on this one. Um, uh, remember, if you want to email us, you can email us at theinvinciblepodcast at gmail.com. You can check us out on Facebook, on Twitter. Um, yeah, hit us up on there. Uh, write in, tell us what you think of the show. Um, and be sure to listen. We've got uh, uh, a conversation all about Brit coming up. Um, we've got, uh, not you. Um, <laughs> totally yeah. And then obviously, if, uh, yeah. and obviously if, uh, we've got discussions all about the new issues that come out. So, Thanks again for listening, and we're out. Bye. Bye.
Brittany say something? No. Okay. <laughs> Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> One word. No.